All right, welcome back, everybody. Big Ron the Chip here, your fucking loyal and loving host. I was just talking to my buddy uh, about um, about success. Yeah, if you guys want to watch, listen to a good, um, I don't know, maybe you've already heard it, but it's one of my favorites. Is uh, It's just Arnold Schwarzenegger talking about success. He's one of the most successful people. Like, has anyone ever achieved like that much success in so many fucking fields? He's a uh, he's a very inspirational guy. Um, but anyway, he was talking about uh, see see I define success is different for every single person. Some people see it as money. Some people see it as uh, the accumulation of things. Some see, people see it as fame or uh, getting a position of power. Whatever the fuck that means. No, I mean, no, that means many different things, right? See, a lot of people think um, as you move up the ladder of a, a company, you uh, get more and more power. And it's just like, it's almost like the opposite. Like, a lot of times you end up uh, working more and wor- working more and having more responsibility, more stress, more stress, the higher you get. And it's like, is that power being constantly fucking uh, run ragged by overworking and fucking stressing too much? Um, this is the thing, right? These are rhetorical questions. I'm just throwing rhetorical fucking questions and platitudes out here because I define success as living on your own fucking terms and, 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 um, being truly fucking happy, content, and, uh, fulfilled. That's different for every single fucking person. You can't fucking tell someone what, what success means to them or, you know, and it's like, it's just what it means to you really. So it's like, you got to just live on your own fucking terms. Don't let anyone else tell you, you know, what you want or what you, you know, what you need in your life. And like, there's no fucking dollar amount. Like if you think that a a dollar amount is going to satisfy, like, yeah, you do. I obviously our system and our, our world is set up so that you need a certain amount of money to fucking whatever. But like the thing is with that, it's a fucking failing, uh, that's a failed fucking thing right there. That's, or it's a failing fuck, I can't think of the term, I can't think of a goddamn term, I'm, it's like a synonym for plan, or um, way of going about things, it's a failing fucking whatever the fuck that, and um, because no matter what, you're just gonna get more, you, well, I mean, you're, you're working hard to get more money, and then you just want more shit, and you want more shit, and you want more shit, and it's like, yeah, you're never gonna win at that shit. You see, you see, like uh, these guys in like Dragon's Den. I use them as an example, but they're not even fucking the mega rich. But these guys don't just sit back and say, "Ah, I got enough money." No, the more you get, the more you want, and you want, and want. And you, these guys are fucking. They'll never stop working. They'll never stop chasing because it's a high you get. It's like people at the casino. It's that high. They're chasing that rush of getting more and more and more and taking more and taking more. It, it's a fucking losing way to fucking, it's a fucking losing method, all right? It's just, it's uh, it's self-defeating. And so many of us fucking spend our life doing that shit. I'm not preaching from a position of where I've, I'm more enlightened, like I'm not doing this shit. I'm actually just as fucking guilty, if not worse. So don't fucking, uh, but yeah, like I, I find the people I admire the most are people living on their own fucking terms, you know? And if being rich and fucking famous and or whatever is successful, or the other thing I was gonna say about like positions of power, it's like when you move up in a corporation, it often just gets more and more stressful and more and more fucking whatever. But uh, not always, not always too. Like you know what I mean? I don't, I don't fucking, I can't speak for everyone. In fact, Lord knows I never fucking moved up in any fucking company. I'm just speaking from people I fucking observe and talk to. 
Um, but a lot of people, you know, have done really fucking well. And then, uh, but the other thing is, is a mindset thing. People think uh, someone works so much, they're miserable. But a lot of people, like uh, people like me, like really they start to enjoy working, you know. And uh, once you start enjoying working and you really want to get into work every day and, you know, you take your work home with you because you're like, you know, there's obviously a fucking point where it's just like, okay, this person's obsessed and now... You know, their family's being neglected and their loved ones are being neglected. You know what I mean? That's what people, you know, you see like the cliche guy in the movie that, you know, he's working too hard and, you know. And it's the other thing is, is like, if my woman's fucking wonderful. If your woman's a piece of shit and it's just like, oh, you know, I want all this fucking money, but if you work too much, you're a fucking neglectful piece of shit. You know, it's just like, there's that, that's another fucking losing, uh, losing situation where it's just like, people like that, it's just like, you're never going to fucking win. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I'm going on about this shit. This is what happens when I fucking don't write down uh, enough shit because I have so many actual entertaining or fucking amusing fucking things, or at least I, uh, <clears throat> to uh, put on here, and then I'm just fucking rambling uh, some shit. But whatever. Yeah, anyway, I was talking about my buddy about being successful and, like, um, making videos or podcasts or whatever, and it's just like, again, it's like if you, def- I mean, uh, if you define su- define success as like, you know, a lot of exposure, a lot of views, and a lot of fuck whatever, I don't really think like that, I don't really give a fuck about strangers being interested in my shit, the thing I loved about making videos and making this podcast, well, this podcast for me is just like I say, guys, this is like therapy, it's like I, I don't have a psychiatrist or a therapist, I get all my thoughts out, my brain is just going, 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 and I just... Even if it's just nonsense, which it usually is, it really helps to get this fucking shit out of my system. And even if one person listens, two people listen to it, or no people listen at all, it still fucking helps. A lot of times, I'll get if I get really angry, really upset, or really just too fucking dark and depressing, I'll just delete the shit entirely. However, and so no one ever gets to hear it, it still helped. It still helped to fucking get through it. And like I said, even though I have a very, very small listenership, it's quality over quantity and like every like I said every single one of uh, people um, here are like my dear friends it's very very rare we get like a random fucking person and I sure sure as shit don't think they fucking hang on for the long run because what the fuck I don't know a lot of these guys like my buddy was just saying he's just like um, you know they didn't become famous for podcasting I don't think anyone became famous for podcasting they just fucking got famous for something else and then and then use their podcast to amplify that fame or to reach more fucking people or whatever but um but again I again I define success as fucking one is using this as a fucking form of therapy which I think it's fucking helping and uh the other is uh yeah to just fucking somewhat entertain my my closest fucking friends and loved ones when I can that's that's when, when I was making videos I fucking had a blast doing it and you'll see most of my videos are shot like in random fucking places or in my truck because we were just it was just dead time I was just out there and that yeah people think oh if you have your own business you're fucking you don't have any boss that is completely false I promise you 1000% in every single business you have a fucking boss and if you finally rose to the top of a fucking industry and you have no boss every single fucking one of your customers and everyone below you becomes your boss because you have to answer to people no matter what you have to answer to someone and some people and if you don't have to fucking answer to anyone you're not accountable to anyone you're completely alone and that i don't know i don't know who the fuck would consider that success you'd be completely isolated 
you know, it's an illusion to think that you don't have to answer to someone because everyone's held accountable to someone else. And the reason there is for that is because 0% of people survive on their own. People, 0% of people thrive on their own. Like nobody does anything completely alone. You know what I mean? You always eventually have to, uh, rely on others to get by in this fucking world. So that means you are accountable to them. And if you don't think you are, you're a fucking selfish piece of shit. Another way I, I, I don't know if I define this as success, but I define this as the best way to fucking live because my conscience is constantly fucking attacking me. It's constantly, um, you know, like that fucking guilt and remorse is constantly creeping into my mind. And I was saying this to my brother and I say this to people all the time. And I say this to myself is, um, never trust any thoughts from yourself or anyone else, unless you're fully rested. I've never been fucking well rested since I was a child. So sure as shit, don't trust anything I fucking say. Um, and, and properly nourished. If you're not properly nourished or not properly rested, then your brain is going to fuck with you. That's just pride fucking with you. That was a bad band, Bing Rams. That was a Pulp Fiction reference. That's one of my favorite characters. Bing Rams is uh, Marcellus Wallace uh, character. He's just such a badass. Bing Rams in general is a is a badass dude. But um, anyway, I just fucking love Tarantino movies. <laughs> I like in Family Guy too, and they're making fun of him. And <laughs> just like this is what this is. What, <laughs> I can't remember the fucking line, but it was just like, yeah, this is how people talk and fucking. I, I, I think for some fucking weird reason. He just kind of invented this weird subculture of the way people talk that nobody on planet Earth talks like that. But it's fucking awesome and it works. That's just one of those guys that's so fucking weird and crazy and odd. And he's so unapologetic about it. Like it's like, um, like I say about Adam Sandler. I, I think he's awesome, but uh, his roles are always like the fucking awesomest guy. He's the sweetest, most loving guy. He's the, he's the toughest guy. He wins every fight. He's the best guy in the world. And like almost every single movie he's in, um, Tarantino's the opposite. Tarantino's the fucking piece of shit. He's just this weird, creepy, fucking horrible, racist fucking asshole that you just want to die. And then he dies and you're like, thank God he's dead. <laughs> I don't know. I, I love that about him. <laughs> but anyway, I don't know about that uh, the Hollywood one. I I really enjoyed it, but I felt it ended too soon. I felt there should be so much more. I felt like they were building up. It's like, what is this, Game of Thrones? You're just going to throw all this shit you're building up out of way? Um, no, I wouldn't compare it to that. But, uh, that, uh, but anyway... Once I got over that, I was like, okay, well, fuck, you're just expecting this fucking shit for, for what? Why you? This is a sense of entitlement, and I'm telling you, you get this even when you're watching a movie. You just want more. You want more, and then uh, you just expect more. I just felt like there was, I, left, I was left unresolved, you know? It's like it, when you don't get to bust a nut almost, to give a better comparison. But um, then I rewatched it, and I was like, oh, this is really fucking good. This is really good. And, uh... Actually, Brad Pitt's one of those guys that will take roles where he's a total fucking piece of shit. He's done a couple where it's just like that movie, California. <laughs> or even like uh, Snatch, actually, that was one of the best roles ever. Uh, I think what it was is he couldn't do a fucking any accent, so they just gave him an accent that no one could understand. The other one was uh, Guy Ritchie caught a lot of flack for lock, stock, and two smoking barrels for having characters that no one could understand, so he made... He put in all those like pikeys and gypsies that no one could, and made sure that no one could fucking understand them. And um, I thought that was fucking wonderful. 
But anyway, yeah, it's like Brad Pitt, he's a crazy good looking dude, you know, good get by on his looks, but he actually does fucking take roles that are like uh, totally fucked. Like that movie California is a total fucking piece of shit. But he can get away with that. Um, fucking, but anyway, I was gonna say, he, he had like the awesomest role in that fucking Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, because he was just like, you know, he's like a really good dude, great, great guy, you know, fucking whatever. But then, uh, contrarily, Leo DiCaprio. He's like an absolute fucking disaster. It's so fucking, it's just, it's hilarious, but it's like, it's also relatable. It's just like, you know, rich, famous movie star again. Like, this is what so many people would define as success. And he's just a, he's like worse than me. He's just a huge ball of fucking anxiety and stress and self-loathing and fucking, he can't even function. And he's just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, fuck. Or like that movie he was in, uh, Don't Look Up or whatever. It, it's like, it's cheesy as fuck. Um, I don't know. I wasn't able to like rewatch the entire movie, but there's parts of it that are great. Like he's pretty fucking great. And um, Jonah Hill's always fucking good. He's always funny. I, I don't know. I just enjoy it. I just love when he's like, he's like, what the fuck happened to us? It's like, we're all going to fucking die. You know, what he wants to do is debate and fucking dispute everything. Like, what the fuck is wrong with us? Oh shit! It's it's a it's a great world to live in, you know. Like no one knows the long term effects about a lot of things, but like yeah, all this over exposure to fucking information and um, whatever we have with like the internet, and social media, and all this shit, and the the way in information is misinformed, like the misinformation and disinformation and fucking over inform over informing, over information. It's just uh, I don't know. It's fucked. I like to take a, an occasional big leap backwards, but you know, how, how hypocritical is that? Here I am talking shit, informing and misinforming and over-informing everybody on the internet. And why, <laughs> that's a little presumption, everybody, everybody. <laughs> and by that, I mean all of the six fucking people still listening to my fucking podcast. <laughs> I'm doing my part. Oh shit, but just taking a big leap backwards is, is, is a great thing and just shut it all off, shut it all down. I always think of uh, Alonzo uh, from Training Day when he's like, stay off of the rover. I always love that movie. I know I talked about it already, but uh, I always remind myself, you know, whenever I want to get on the fucking computer, or that, well, but see, my computer I don't use for anything but uh, school, writing, and I got a couple really good games on there. The thing is, is it's so uncomfortable. I got this broken ass shit. I, I'm not, it's not a form of complaining. I'm actually saying this is a very good positive. It's too uncomfortable for me to sit in that chair for more than an hour. So I do an hour of uh, school stuff and I've never been able to play a single video game. And I definitely wouldn't fucking go on anything else because I don't want the thing to go, fill up with viruses. So I just use it for school stuff. And uh, I don't do nearly enough of that. And like I said, as much as I love writing and it's like truly, I'm passionate about it. I really need to get the shit done. I have a deep-seated self-loathing that causes me to not want to do anything that only benefits me. And uh, that's not healthy at all. You know, I truly love writing, so it's just like I just deprive myself of that. But the thing is, is like there's a lot of shit I need to write, and it's not just about me. It's like shit I need to write to other people. Um, it's just so much easier to talk shit on here, but this is not fucking uh, polished or properly fucking conveyed what I'm trying to say. So... Anyway, I got to get into work, guys, so uh, thanks again for fucking listening. I'm sorry uh, for not having better content. Not sorry enough to do anything about it, but uh, 
anyway, everybody go fuck yourselves, all fucking two of you. <laughs> I love you all, be well. How's everybody doing out there at Podcast Land? What's going on? Another beautiful day. We got some nice fucking weather again. We got ourselves a nice Indian summer, as they call it, because you know in India, the summer starts at the end of October. <laughs> it doesn't at all. That's not true. <laughs> India has such a vast fucking. Um, Vast fucking, uh, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for? Range, I think, I, I would say, a range of uh, climates and, and environments. And you know how I know this? Not because I'm well traveled or I asked the hundred fucking Indian friends that I have. Um, I draw my fucking knowledge of the world from the greatest resource, and that is video games. And um, just like I learn all my history from Civilization and Assassin's Creed games. I uh, I learn about uh, landscape from games like Far Cry because fuck man they do such a great job trying to recreate as much of India as possible. Just like GTA recreates like different cities and they, they recreate different parts of cities or whatever. Or fucking Red Dead Redemption did a phenomenal job of re recreating parts of the U.S. Um, the Wild Wild West and such. Um, actually, I looked at it up, uh, like which which parts of the fucking country that they recreated. Uh, I couldn't verify myself because I've never really been to any of these fucking places. But even just seeing, uh, even just seeing them on the fucking TV, on the TV there, or uh, whatever, you're like, holy shit, they did a good job recreating that. But if you actually go to these fucking places, all I mean, fuck, good for you, you fucking asshole that gets to fucking travel places. Anyway. Before that, it was just, you know, I read it in a book. That was my, uh, what the fuck's that guy's name? Is it Sam? The guy from fucking Game of Thrones that reads a lot of books. Uh, before, yeah, so before, you know. I remember I used to fuck, before before the internet and all that shit was the fucking, uh, and before the, it was the television, and before that it was a book. A book. I can't get the fucking accent now. And, uh... Yeah, I remember jamming paperback novels into my fucking pocket every every time I went anywhere because, you know, I would never waste a moment when I had a chance to fucking read back when I was a fucking nerd. I mean, nowadays you can just read everything on your phone, but the thing is, is, are you reading? Are you, are you sorry, are you reading anything good or you're just reading a bunch of fucking nonsense or looking at fucking memes? And I'm not judging, I do this. This is, this, you know, or watching stupid fucking videos. That's the thing, a, a fucking paperback novel is just like, fuck, that's all it's got is one fucking story or one fucking thing going. The problem is, is your brain is trained to fucking go in a thousand different direct fucking directions so you gotta fight your ADD. Or, or if you're one of these fucking weirdos that doesn't have ADD in this day and age, I don't know what the fuck is going on, you know? Maybe you got too much attention. You ever think of that? Huh? Maybe you're focusing too much. Maybe you're getting too much done. Well, fuck yourself. How about that? How about focus on that? How about focus on fucking yourself, huh? You know, go for a smoke. What do you smoke? What do you don't smoke? What do you want to go through? This freaks go fuck yourself. I was trying to do an Alec Baldwin, you know, in the Deported. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. See, that part he actually says fast, but if you look at that part where he punches the guy out, 
Um, he act, they actually sped it up like an old timey movie. It's fucking hilarious because I don't know. I like to rewatch scenes a thousand times and ruin a fucking great movie. There's some movies we loved so much, but we just watched so many fucking times that it's just like it's hard to even like enjoy it on the on the basic level because we just watched we picked apart every single scene, every single fucking thing. We got the whole script memorized, especially that Boston accent or like like Braveheart, you know, talking in that fucking Scottish accent. It's like that was not a good one, but you know, I try. I gotta stop self-deprecating so hard. You know what? Some of these voices are not as bad as I think they are. Or some of these accents are not as bad as I'm, I'm making them seem. Some of them are fucking worse though. So, you know, it's like I gotta, whatever. I made this uh, comparison before, but if you guys ever uh, play music when they when you're in school, when you're a kid, they tell, tell you, don't stop making, oh my God, I fucked up. I fucked up. Everybody cut, cut, stop. I fucked up. I don't know if you guys ever did that, <laughs> but they don't like it very much when you do that. So they said, instead of making a big deal or stopping or, or whatever, you just play on. And it's the greatest metaphor that will carry you through life. When you fuck up, just go, just keep playing. You know, eventually it'll become a distant memory. Nowadays, everything is fucking recorded. So it's like, you know, you can just keep fucking seeing that fuck up over and over and over. But, uh... You know, in a live show, it's all—it's a living, breathing, being thing. That's why live music, like, fuck off. If I wasn't there, then let me just not, I wasn't there, you know? Like, studio music, yeah, hook me up, hook me up. Give it to me all the time. Um, but live music, no, that's a part of a fucking, uh, like, a, a, an experience. You had to be there, man, or, you, or you'd fucking suck. Or, I, I don't know, it's a different fucking thing. I don't, I, I don't know what, what my fucking stance is here. I just, I feel like so much fucking, like, videos or, or so, so many people are wasting their fucking experiences trying to record these experiences, you know, or trying to record themselves having these experiences rather than enjoying them. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? No one wants to see your fucking pitch dark, shaky cam, bullshit fucking cell phone video of this show. Like, not only are you disrupting and upsetting other people there, but you just ruined your own fucking time by doing this stupid shit. Like, enjoy the goddamn moment. And then have a memory of you enjoying that fucking moment instead of, I was holding the fucking camera up the whole fucking time so I could maybe watch it later, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, fuck, you're, you're fucking, what's it called? You're condemning, I don't know if that's the right word, if it's a little dramatic, or not dramatic enough, you're condemning yourself to fucking only be able to fucking experience it later in the shittiest, shittiest form possible. You know what I mean? Like, fuck, you guys are listening to this fucking recorded fucking podcast and you're like, wow, this is wonderful. This is awesome. But like, when we're actually together and you get that fucking real life live experience, warts and all, this is a fucking very polished version of me. You know, when you get that live real experience, you know what, honestly though, all kidding aside, like whenever I see any of my uh, my favorite people, you guys know who you are. And if you're not, turn the fucking thing off. No, <laughs> just joking. I love you all. But anyway, um, when I do finally get, you don't realize how much you miss people, like your family, your friends, your loved ones, your close ones, until you get to be together again. And honestly, the only way I could describe it was like and I know I said this already was just it was just like it felt like there was this empty space in my heart and then it just filled back up like it's like you know when you're really hungry and then you eat or when you're really tired and you get to sleep or you know when you really got to bust a nut and then you nut seeing my family is like busting a nut 
<laughs> no, no, you know what I mean, though. It's just like you don't realize like how much you're missing something, until, and then you know what I mean, or how much it's affecting you, because it's just like you know. And it's like we fill our gaps, or we fill the gaps with like you know, like that empty, those empty feelings aside, with all this stupid shit. Like I said, you know, you're looking, at, we're looking at your phone, we're playing video games, we're watching the TV, we're doing all this shit. But it's not really that fulfilling. It's just, it's just an illusion, you know. I'm not saying. Well, actually, that, that's going down another path. That's actually like uh, fulfilling, like that sense of achievement, especially like video games and shit. You know, or you feel like you're actually doing stuff, but you're really not. You're not doing shit. Now, I'm not saying don't play fucking video games. For fuck's sake, I love a good. I, you know what? I love to just fucking completely detract from the world and just take a fucking break. And there's some great fucking value in that. Like I said, you know, you can get some fucking accidental edutainment. I didn't make that word up, and it makes me sweat when I fucking say it. That's a reference to a Sebastian Maniscalco. He's talking about people taking a selfie. <laughs> they call it taking a selfie. I can't even say it without sweating. I call it taking a lonely. I can't even do the Maniscalco right now, but um, <laughs> he does a much better job making fun of people who are just taking pictures of themselves. Just like, how fucking sad is this? Like, what are you doing? Um, but anyway, it is what it is. You know what? Every once in a while, it's fun to just fucking feel sorry for people who think they're fucking pathetic. It makes us feel fucking better. But uh, a lot of the opposite goes on, man. When you get on that fucking TV, that internet, whatever, and I say this, and I'll never stop saying this, it's a fucking illusion. People are trying to make you think that you fucking have it worse than them, and they're doing, they're living this fucking life that you want. It's bullshit. It's absolute horseshit. I'm telling you, you know. So uh, it's uh, you know, I'm not saying don't strive to be better. See, I'm not I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth. I'm saying don't waste your life just watching other people have a good time. Um, but also, don't kill yourself trying to fucking have too much of a good time thinking that, you know, they, or you know what I mean, or trying to tell the world you're having such a great time. Ah, fuck. There's, there's, there's too many things I'm trying to say all at once, okay, guys? Stop breaking my fucking balls over here. But the other thing, um, and I'm sure I've said this before, and it's uh, not resolving any of the fucking thoughts I started, but just almost uh, branching off on another one if you can fucking believe it, which is what I do, okay? Again. Stop breaking my fucking balls over here. But, um, so many of us think that, like, being the fucking, like, a rich, so fucking successful celebrity is the way to go. And it's, I, I fucking promise you it's not. Those fucking guys are fucked. They can never live a normal fucking life. And it's what they pine for. I'm not saying that there's not great fucking perks of it. Um, you know what I mean? <laughs> Speaking from a personal experience as a big fucking time celebrity. But it's like I always compare it to like when you live in a small town and there's all these people with absolutely nothing going on and nothing to do. And they just take such a fucking interest in you and what you're doing and your life. And it's, and, and it's the most annoying shit in the fucking world because you got people busting your balls. People are always watching you. And, uh, you know, people were gossiping about you. And if they don't have a story, if you don't give them a story, they'll make one up. And it's just like, it's fucking horseshit. And that's just like a few people in a small town that could happen to fucking anyone. Imagine the entire world is like that. You can't go anywhere. Like, I remember moving to the fucking, the big city. Move to the city. And, um, I was just like, you know, fuck, this is, uh... 
it's amazing. I got fucking anonymity. You know what I mean? Nobody knows who I am and nobody gives a fuck. People mind their own fucking business because they don't give a fuck who I am and what I'm doing. And that was the most wonderful fucking feeling ever. You know, but you got to find the balance between, yeah, no one, no one gives a flying fuck about each other and everyone is so far up your fucking ass you can't even, like, you know what I mean? They just, you can't even fucking shit without them asking you about it or, or you know, whatever. But another thing I said before and I'll say again is uh, when you're dead broke and you can't fucking give anyone anything other than your love, that's when you know who your real fucking friends are and who really loves you, you know what I mean? And who is really there for you, cares about you regardless of fucking any bullshit that you can do for them. And that, uh, and also you remind yourself to only love, like if you're loving someone because you truly love them or because of something they can do for you, you know, it works both ways. So if you're really rich or famous or powerful, you'll never fucking know. You'll always constantly be second guessing. Like, does this person genuinely give a flying fuck about me at all? Or are they just fucking riding my success or hoping that I'll do something for them? Are they using me? You know, you got to be careful or you know what I mean? So you guys I'll always take stock and appreciate that, you know, I, um, it's like, it's like doing good deeds, you know, it's like they're completely, they're selfless in their good deeds until you tell people. When people start telling people about all their good deeds, it's like, well, why the fuck did you do it then? Because you didn't do it just for the goodness of your heart or just to do a good deed or that wonderful feeling inside. It's almost selfish when you think of that. Sorry to get all cheesy again, talking about this cheesy heart love bullshit, but, uh, shut the fuck up and cringe your way through it. <laughs> It's, uh, I've already gone over this before. It's, you know what it is, we're, we're afraid of being vulnerable, we're afraid of feelings, because yeah, it puts you in a vulnerable state, so we fucking cringe really hard at this shit. I know I do, so fucking just bear with me. But, uh, so, it's, you wanna, you wanna tell people when you do stuff. This is the thing where I realize I have a huge flaw. I find myself very narcissistic, and I don't wanna do anything unless I tell people. And if I go through anything, whether good or bad, or whatever, I want to tell everybody, you know, it's just like, what's the point going through anything unless I can tell everyone about it, and I, I see that as a major flaw, um, but the thing is, there's a loophole here, it's like, if I do a good deed and I tell people, that makes, you know, I've negated that good deed, because, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm being a piece of shit, you know, it's like, you're doing some good, but you just want the goddamn credit, you just want the fucking, you know, you want people to think you're a good fucking person, and it, it's cringy as fucking, it's sad, and it's pathetic, that tells me someone's just desperate to be liked, which is me, all right? Just like me, guys. Just like me. Oh, I don't have a horn, guys. <laughs> oh, I hate disappointing those guys, especially when you're in a big truck and they, the little kids and they're, they're doing that motion because they want you to have a big horn. See, my, my, my truck doesn't have a big horn. It just has like a little meep, meep. <laughs> I don't know why. I fucking never honk the horn, ever. I cannot stand the sound of a goddamn honking horn. It's the most fucking infuriating sound in the world. But anyway, uh, oh yeah, so anyway, I wanna gotta let you guys into my loophole here. If telling people about your good deed, now if I tell my mom I did a good deed, that that is a loophole right there, because that is a good deed in and of itself, because that gives her a chance to be super proud and happy, and if she gets to tell, that story, that makes her so fucking happy. So that itself is a good deed. You see the loophole there? And um, now, that's my mom, that's the main one. So you guys can tell your mom you did a great thing or whatever, your moms. Um, and what's it called? 
but see if I if you guys are inspired by anything I'm saying right if I'm inspiring you guys or entertaining you in any sort of way or I'm like I'm a clown and I amuse you like like you know um, that's another loophole so now I've used any good deed I've done and it, if it makes you guys feel good or inspires you to do good deeds you know then uh, there you go you see how I did that I mean, <laughs> you see how I worded that so well and got to the fucking point so quick? So, I'm going to give you guys an example of a couple of my faves. Um, one was I saved an old man that fell down in the fucking frozen section. He was so fucking uh, old and weak. Um, and he was just holding himself up on a walker. And, and I could tell just having the freezer door open was fucking freezing the shit out of him. He's like a skeleton. He looked like the old guy in um, Squid Game. I really enjoyed that that program. I'm old, so I call uh, shows programs. I really enjoyed that program there on the television set. And, um, yeah, he, he just, I knew he was going down. Actually, he might have been that guy. Fuck, I couldn't say for sure. He looked exactly like him. Uh, that, that, and uh, my memory didn't save the exact guy. Just a vague fucking picture. So, my memory's probably filling in that guy, because that does happen. It's fucked up the way your memory works. It'll fill in blanks with shit. And that's not a bad thing. So much of your long-term memory is filled up with stupid fucking shit. So if it's fucking filling things in and replacing stuff to make... You know, it's like when you format... Have you guys ever formatted your hard drive? Wait, am I using that right? Is it formatting? Where you just condense the shit out of everything and, and you take out everything that's a mess. Or you do that in like a warehouse or something. You just like sort everything out and condense it and then make room. It's the most one of the most satisfying fucking things you'll ever do. Um... Defrag. I think I'm talking about defragging a, a hard drive. I don't fucking know. It's been a long time since I tried to do anything on a computer. Hey, you know what? I've been talking all this shit about writing and how I'm not doing it. This morning, I fucking took another crack at it. I did I did a solid hour of, of schoolwork. The thing is, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm comparing this to running. Before, I used to go by time. Then I went by distance. Then I started going by calorie count. So when you go by time... See, it's just a matter of endurance, especially when you're like, because when you first start out doing anything on a fucking, any sort of cardio is so fucking painful until you build up your endurance and you build up your mental and physical strength so that you can really learn to get into it and enjoy it. And it becomes fun and not suffering. And you get addicted. You love it. It's really weird. It's hard, it's hard to imagine when you're not in that zone. But anyway, once you get into it, you understand. They're very different mindsets. But, um... Then you start going by distance, and I started going by distance, go a little bit further every day, every day, to the point where I was doing so much, it was, it was over the top. I was doing way too much fucking running, and um, then I started going by calorie count, started going up hills and doing all this crazy fucking shit, trying to burn more calories. Because that, yeah, because then it factors in the fucking uphills and the fucking uh, the the distance or whatever, and I didn't give a shit about the fucking time anymore. So, but the, what I've been, the way I've been going about this schoolwork. Is I've just been going by time. I promised myself an hour a day. I have not been living up to an hour every single day. I've been falling short. And that kills me. That's why I woke up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Just like, fuck it. Get up. Get up. you got hours, man. Get yourself back in the gym. Get yourself in the fucking computer. Start working. And no fucking excuses. It's fucking bullshit. And then you're going to do another hour today to, to make up for yesterday. It's just like, you got to, um, at the end of the day. Anyway. My, my point is, is I've been going by time and I haven't been giving myself a set amount that I demand that get done. Um, because, it, I don't know. But they, I feel like I'm falling short because of that. Because it's just like, fuck, I'm, uh, I'm, 
not getting enough done and it's it's killing me because you know the ADD and the shit like that it's uh it's so easy to just get fucking sidetracked and just wander off inside your head into different fucking things it's like I don't know the thing is I genuinely <laughs> I'm a fucking loser but I genuinely love doing math I love when you get into it and it starts making sense and you start like just I don't know I could do it hours and hours and hours I used to do this and um it's just like defragging a fucking uh, hard drive or condensing a fucking warehouse. I remember I had to leave my job doing security because I needed physical labor when I was in college. I was because I was just constantly studying, constantly, and I'm like, I need some mind-numbing fucking manual labor. I need the exercise and I need something that doesn't fucking involve my goddamn brain. And um, but I honestly, if you, I mean. Work, doing security was one of the greatest fucking jobs I ever did before college because I'd write pages and pages and pages of fucking reports every night. So not only was I really great at writing fucking constantly and uh, analyzing things and writing them down, but it made me so good at writing notes because I wrote down every single thing that was said, every single thing that was happened. And I had the most organized fucking notes because I just did them like reports. Like everything was in order. Everything was so insanely organized to a point where I was fucking insane. And I mean that, like I was so high strung, I was so over organized, I was so obsessed with it, like maximizing every fucking moment. You know, it's it's fun to be like that, but it's like you gotta find a balance because that you will burn yourself out, you will have a heart attack eventually, you will work yourself to death. But uh you know, being a lazy sack of shit, the other extreme is no fucking picnic either, right? So you gotta uh you gotta find the balance there. Ah, but anyway. Like I said about the writing and uh, even even fucking exercise. Exercise like the physical exercise is the most important fucking part of my day. But I still feel like it's a guilty pleasure because it makes me so fucking happy. It's often painful and it's often fucking brutal and grueling. But it's something I fucking love and it's like something I do for myself. And I say this a lot about how I, I neglect anything that makes me happy because I feel like it's selfish. And I have this deep-seated self-loathing that I'm really trying to overcome. But I'll tell you, one of the most important things I've ever learned is that uh, you can't fucking help anyone until you fix yourself. And you gotta fucking work on yourself first and then go on from there. So anyway, I got a phone call, guys. I love you. Be well. And uh, thank you for listening. God bless you. Bye-bye.